Welcome to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app for both iOS and Android devices by searching for The Church at Bushland. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know by emailing us at media at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Amen. All right, you can have a seat, man. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Welcome. Our pastor and his wife are taking uh, just kind of some personal time, probably tuning in. And so we bless them in the name of Jesus and are so thankful for their leadership. But how many of you are glad to be here this morning? Can we just celebrate just being able to be together in his, in his name and just make much of who Jesus is? Um, this morning, um, I'm going to share, my wife's going to come and share, and we just felt like what God had put on our heart was just this message of living a life that blesses God. Like right now, and, and it's, it's not just in our day, how many of you know, if you just read the Bible, they went through some turmoil, all right? They went through some hardship. Jesus went through some hardship. I mean, you look at any span of time, there's going to be some difficult days, and there's a lot of things that are out of our control. So everybody take a big, deep breath right now. Everybody take a big, deep breath. All right, that breath is to signify, for one, you didn't create it, he did, amen? And for two, you don't have to be in control. You get to surrender control. Can we just open our hands just like this? Some of us have been holding on tight, whether it's things in your family or, you know, just situations that are completely out of your control. Can I just tell you, this blesses the Lord when we come with an open hand. And, God, we just come to bless you, serve you, make much of you. And whatever he wants to put there in place of me trying to control, then I say yes and amen. Because I wasn't made to control. Like, can you bless somebody next to you and just tell them, you don't have to control it, whatever it is. Tell them, you don't have to control it, all right? I mean, that'll bless somebody. Because we weren't made to control. We were made to what? Submit and surrender. It blesses God when I choose to trust him. Amen? That's what it looks like to bless God. There's a lot of things that are out of control. But can I tell you what? We do have a choice to do what we just sang. No matter what's going on in the world right now, we can bless him. We can praise him. We can worship him. We can testify to his goodness and faithfulness. Amen? And can I tell you, that will make a difference in your circle of influence when you begin to magnify his name. You don't have to be preachy to bless God. He ain't looking for preachy. Anybody want to say amen to that? You don't have to be judgmental. You don't have to be harsh. You don't have to be any. Jesus says, I am gentle and humble. You know why? Because he knew his main goal was to bless God. And as long as he was blessing God, it was going to shift the atmosphere and others would get blessed. Amen? That, that is what we get to do. So I don't have to walk into a situation and go, what am I going to do here? I get to walk into a situation and make much of Jesus and watch what God's going to do here. Anybody need a breakthrough in your family? Anybody need a breakthrough in the workplace? Anybody just need a breakthrough? Bless his holy name and trust him and watch what he do. Can I get a few hands just to say, I can testify. God can do a miracle when we trust him. Amen? We got him going up all over, and I pray back. Those who are watching, he's just that good and faithful. I want you to look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. 
And so we're going to live lives that bless the Lord. We're going to live lives that glorify him. As you turn to Colossians 1, verse 10, I'll just remind you, Jesus is our perfect example. In John chapter 12, Jesus says this, So, Father, bring glory to your name. And then suddenly a booming voice was heard from the sky, and God said, I have glorified my name, and I will glorify it through you again. If Jesus came to bless the Lord, to bless the Father, if he came to do that, and the voice of God said, I've both blessed it and glorified it, and here's how I'm doing it. I'm doing it through you. Can anybody say, count me in that. I want to bless the Lord like Jesus did. Amen? There's our example. What did Jesus do? He came to serve, not be served. He came to extend the kingdom of heaven, not build something here on earth that has no value. He came to release his kingdom, which is love and joy and peace. Say it with me. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you know when you choose to respond in that in the spirit, that blesses God? Let's read it right here in Colossians chapter 1, verse 10. I'm, I'm reading out of the Passion. I think the words will be here for you. Paul writes these words to the church at Colossae and to all of us listening today. We pray that you would walk in the ways of true righteousness. Righteousness is just right standing in God. It, I know whom I have believed in, and I know my God is able to do more than I could trust or imagine. Then it says, Here's, here's where we get this message this morning. Pleasing God in every good thing you do, that my life would be a blessing to you. Later in Colossians 1.27, it says that whatever we do, whether word or in deed, it's just to bless your holy name. I'll just, let's just get real for a second, all right? Marriage can be hard and family can be hard. I wasn't made to fix all right, a relationship. I was made to bless God in the midst of it and trust him with my heart and agree with his heart for my wife and for my children. It's time we start trying, stop trying to fix things according to the flesh and start blessing God by trusting and agreeing with him. Amen? Because then what, watch what it says. It says, so as we please God in every good thing, here's how we do it. Then you'll become fruit-bearing branches. Could there just be a little more love in our home, a little more peace in our home, a little more joy in our home? Well, I want you to know if you choose to walk in the Holy Spirit, he is not holding out on us. We just got to choose to trust him, and that blesses him, and it will be released. Yielding to his life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. I want to say this again. God's not holding out on you. The Bible says he gives his spirit without limit. He said that for Jesus, and he says that for us. So if I'm currently missing something, that's not a statement about God. That's a statement about me trusting God. And if it hasn't come yet, would anybody testify that God will even sustain you until the breakthrough comes? And watch, doesn't he get glory in that? How will a lost world know what a good, good father looks like? It's sons and daughters who cho choose to trust him, not just when things are going good, but how many of you know when things are hard? Why? Because that blesses him. And it's not God holding out on us. It's just developing a relationship that just says, I will sustain you in the midst of that. Though I walk through what? The valley of the shadow of death, I will what? Fear no evil. Can anybody just say that out loud right now? I will fear no evil. Okay, let's, let's, let's try that again. I will fear no evil. Do you believe that? 
So what's the alternative? It's to walk by faith, knowing that my God is for me, then who could be against me? And man, with him and me and me and him, we will advance against the troops. And everywhere we go, the atmosphere shift. It's called the kingdom of heaven. And we get to be a part of that. That blesses God when we trust him. I was, the Lord put this question on my heart for all of us today. Because the first way we bless God, all right, is you have to believe you are a blessing. Let's let that land for a second. (laughs) You have to believe that you're a blessing. I want us just to confess that out loud over ourselves this morning. I want you to tell the person next to you, you speak it, prophesy over your own heart. I am a blessing. Okay, come on now. Like maybe wake somebody up, all right? I am a blessing. That blesses God. When you choose to agree with what he made, you are blessed. See, you can believe that for somebody else, but why do we have a hard time believing that for ourselves? Here's the question. I feel like God put in my spirit to ask, what lies have you currently believed about yourself that God has never even thought about you? See, it's hard to bless God when we don't first see ourselves as a blessing. It's hard to give something that you don't currently walk in. And so it only makes sense. The enemy doesn't want sons and daughters blessing God. So here's where he'll come after. He'll plant deceptions and lies, not even from the thoughts of God or the words of God, but he'll use other people to plant those things. And I want to tell you at that moment, you can't control what comes out of somebody else's mouth, but you have the power to reject that when it doesn't line up with what God thinks or says about you. Amen? You are a blessing. How many of you know there's a beautiful creation story, story recorded in Genesis chapter 1? Have you read it in a while? Y'all, our God is creator, and he's magnificent in all his ways. Like, look around you. That's what he did. <laughs> Like some of you need to tell your face that. He did that, all right? God made that. He made all that we see. Listen, and on the sixth day, he made man and woman. Where? In his image. And you know what he said after that? Here's how I know that you're a blessing. Because God said, and I and we, the Father, Son, and the Spirit, we did good. Look at the person next to you and say, God did good when he made you in his image. He did. You are a blessing. You are a blessing. God did good. And you know what he did on the seventh day? What did he do? He rested. I like to look at it this way. I think God got in his lazy boy, Jesus on one side, Holy Spirit on the other. And man, they are just, they didn't turn on the game. They didn't have to turn on the game. They're just watching Adam and Eve. Look what we did. What a blessing that we got to make man and woman in our image. See, I'm going to tell you something. If we'll stop believing the lies and deceptions that have come through the years of our life, and we'll start agreeing with what God says, we will believe that I am a blessing in my home, with my family, in my workplace. And so my words and actions, listen to me, are not in response to other people. My words and actions are in response of what God thinks and says. 
If he says I'm a blessing, the best way I can bless him is bless my wife and bless my daughters and bless those that I get to go to work with. If people spend time with me and they don't leave having encountered more of who God is for them, that I've missed an opportunity. And that's not preachy. That's the kingdom of heaven. I get to agree. See, this word prophecy gets a bad name. But how many of you know we need to prophesy more? Why? Because the enemy's always lying and deceiving. And so how do we break agreement with the enemy? By agreeing with what God says. Prophecy is just a gift to encourage and edify, not with my words, but with the Father's words. Proverbs says it this way, power and death or in the life of what? The tongue. Now, How many of you have had somebody in your past say something that hurt? Like, let's just make sure we're all together in this. Anybody? Whether you were a kid or even recently. All of us. And the enemy wanted to take that opportunity for you to believe less than what God spoke over you. And I just want to say, listen to me. You are a blessing. And from that reality of truth, you get to bless God. Like, think about it. What do we call the age of two-year-olds? Like, what immediately came to your mind? I, we didn't even have to go. What is he talking about? Would terrible twos ever come out of the father's mouth toward your two-year-old? So anybody see what I'm talking about? See, many of us sit in these pews today, and we believe we're a mistake. We believe we're less than. We don't believe we're a blessing because we've believed the deception and lies that came out of someone else's mouth that God never even thought or said toward you. Here's the good news. We can break agreement with the accuser by agreeing with God's words. He made me in his image, and he said he did good. And so from that place, how do I get to bless him? By agreeing with what he says and stopping agreeing with what the world says. So parents... It's our blessing to agree with what the Father says over our kids and not add to anything that would be short of or less than what he made them in their image to do. Do you know what blesses God today? Because I don't want anybody to feel condemned or guilty or anything. When you choose, if you've ever stepped outside and said something, I wonder if anybody uh, could relate to this. If you've ever stepped outside of what God says and words of the flesh came out, anybody wish they could just take back some words? Oh, we all can. Do you know what blesses God? A heart of repentance that first connects with his and then goes to the one that you hurt. And says, you know what, when I said that, I was 100% wrong. And will you forgive me? Because I want to agree with what God says over you. And he says you're a blessing. This is a life that blesses God. But we got to break agreement with any just things spoken over our past. So that we can hear what God is, has said, is saying, and will say. Because from a place of truth and promise, I will bless my spouse, even if she's not blessing me. I will bless my children, even if they're not blessing me. Because whatever I do, whether word and deed, it's going to bless God. Can I just help somebody? We were never made, all right, to live a life of behavior modification. Anybody want to get off that ride? Does anybody know what I'm talking about where you just feel like you're just correcting wrong behavior all the time, all the time, all the time? How do I get off that ride? 
I'm glad you asked. Connect with the Father's heart for yourself. Believe that you're a blessing that gets to bless and lead your spouse and children to do the same. Because my wife knows how to push my buttons. Anybody else testify in the room? (laughs) And not on purpose, and I can push hers. And it's in that moment that I can respond in the flesh. And how many of you know that's just going to make the situation worse? Or I can respond in the spirit and just go, God, what do you say? Because the way I bless him is I get to bless other sons and daughters. Did you know that every person you encounter this week was made in the image of God? May we only treat them as such. Anybody want to agree that would change the atmosphere of the world we live in? We don't respond to what we hear the world say. We respond to what we hear a good, good father say. That blesses him. But it starts by you believing that you're a blessing. I'm going to ask my wife to come, and uh, she's going to just share just a testimony of just this life that blesses the Lord and encourage you guys. So will you welcome my beautiful bride as she comes and just shares some of the Father's heart with us? You know, um, God's authority, Jesus has been given authority over us, and it wasn't to lord it over us um, in a way where he's like, you do what I say because I say it. You know, his authority over us blesses us. It frees us because he loves us. And that's the, that's the authority that he's given us through his son, through the person of Jesus, a real person who he, he absolutely took all the authority when he died on the cross, when he rose again, he took all authority over the rights of our lives. And it's that authority that he puts in us that we get to bless others, that we get to bless him first. Um, I didn't share this in the first service, and I felt so strongly this morning that I was supposed to share this. So I really believe that this is um, for someone in this room Uh, This happened years ago in probably the darkest time of my life. Um, I was grieving and hurting and felt so alone and just, um, just a mess. I was just completely broken and shattered. And I needed some answers from the Lord, and I needed them like I had a deadline, you know, like I need the answers today by 4 o'clock literally. And I, I was by myself in the house and put all these papers out. I was literally making some life and death decisions. And, um, I just, I was angry and I was not coming to the Lord with a, you know, with a heart of need. I was coming to the, I was coming to the Lord with a heart of anger. Like really, (laughs) I was mad at him. I was mad at the world. I was mad at everybody, you know, and I was like, I need to know what to do, and I need to know by four o'clock. And all of a sudden, the Lord just broke through my anger, and he said, you don't need answers. You don't need direction. You need to bless me. And I was like, excuse me? (laughs) You know? And he was like, you need to bless me. 
And I literally, in that moment, I said, cannot believe you're making this about you. Literally said that. (laughs) I would love to find someone who's more real with Jesus. (laughs) So I'm still here to testify. He didn't strike me with lightning. Um, And I just, in that moment, I was so angry. And then I was even more hurt, you know. And I was like, fine. I bless you. you know, and no, uh, no heart behind it. Um, and I certainly did not feel like a blessing to the Lord at that moment. And I certainly wasn't acting like it, <laughs> but I was going to obey him out of a fine. I'll do what you say, whatever, you know, and I just began to bless him. I bless you for my family. I bless you for my life, which really stinks right now, <laughs> you know, And in that moment, he just, he just melted me. I just melted in his presence because he took my eyes off of the junk, the crap. (laughs) Can I say, I just said that, sorry. (laughs) I just said it. And put it on him. And all of a sudden, the answers that I needed They didn't matter. The only thing that mattered was blessing him. And there are so many times in my life this morning (laughs) that I go back to that moment and go, I choose to bless you because we have a world that is crying out for justice, for freedom. And the only place that will ever be found is in the person of Jesus. And he put that hope in us. (laughs) That hope of freedom, that hope of justice is in us through his spirit when we say yes to him. And that's the authority that we get to walk in to bless and honor him, which becomes a blessing and honor to those around us Other people get blessed when you bless the Lord. Our world, we say that our world needs that more than ever, but has it ever not needed that, you know? We're just seeing it with our own eyes in maybe a different way. And right now, my heart sometimes does not, my heart gets in the way of that. Sometimes my attitude, my pride, my wounds get in the way of that but it doesn't change that he's worthy to be blessed it doesn't change the worth of who he is not because of my life but because of his that's the Jesus that we get to bless that's a life that lives to bless the Lord knowing I'm so glad it is not up to me today but boy I need you a little bit more this morning, or I'm not going to be able to bless the Lord. Do you realize that right now, right now, as we're sitting here, an hour before, when you were fussing at your kids, trying to get them out the door on time for church, this afternoon, when you have a tiff with your spouse or whatever, tomorrow, when you make a decision that you're not proud of, right then, There's a song being sung in heaven, being declared in heaven. Blessing and honor 
and glory and power be unto the one who sits on the throne forever, to the Lamb. That makes him worthy. Not my life, not my circumstances, not what I see or think I understand. That makes him worthy. And I want my life to echo that song here on earth until I get to sing it in heaven. Because he's worthy. And this world deserves to know that love. Someone told me about that love when I wasn't worth, when I didn't think I was worth knowing that. But Jesus made me worthy. Jesus says that over this world that we're seeing right now. They don't want to be angry. They don't want to be hurting and in turmoil and in pain. They want freedom. They want justice. They want Jesus. And they get to see him in us when we bless the Lord. May our lives live a life that says blessing and honor and glory and power be unto the one who lives and sits on the throne forever. She can preach. I am truly blessed um, to be married to Lana. We, last week we had some people come in and deliver something in our house, and they hadn't been in there probably five minutes. And uh, they asked, they said, are you guys believers? We hadn't said anything about the Lord, but then we said yes. And they said, well, we just felt his presence when we entered your home. I am who I am because of Jesus. But I am who I am because this woman prays in agreement with God's heart for me. Our daughters are who they are because of Jesus. But because of a mama who trusts God and his words. And we've seen those words played out. So we want to bless you with hope today in your marriages, in your home. It doesn't mean it's always been easy. I can promise you that. We've went through our share of difficulty. We just chose not to do it apart from God. <laughs> we chose to trust him and watch him do a miracle through it. And how many of you know on the other side, we only look more like Jesus? We can't help but to. And that blesses him. I want to close by reading 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I think, I think it could be behind us, but if not, uh, beginning in verse 7 through 18. Just in light of just everything that's going on in the world right now, I said it earlier, but I mean the Bible is full of stories, uh, churches, communities that were going through difficult times. And they chose to trust and bless God. So let's be encouraged through his word this morning on how we can bless God by agreeing with his words and truth. 2 Corinthians 4, 7, reading out of the Passion. We are like common clay jars that carry this glorious treasure within so that the extraordinary overflow of power will be seen as God's, not ours. Anybody ever felt a little bit vulnerable? Well, there it is. You're, 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 the, you're the vessel that's a jar of clay that if it gets dropped, it might get broken. But watch what comes out on the inside. 
It is the power and majesty of God through the Holy Spirit. And how many of you know that he's still in the business of healing broken hearts? So if you just feel like you've been a little nicked up, all right, a little, uh, a little life happened, here's the good news. It won't change the power of God that can live in you and through you. And we can bless him by acknowledging that. Verse 5, though we experience every kind of pressure, anybody testify, we're not crushed. At times we don't know what to do, anybody testify, but quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we are not out. We continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. It's not supposed to be easy, but I am encouraged that because Jesus overcame, he said, we too will overcome. And that blesses God. We consider verse 11 living to mean that we are constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that the life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. Galatians 2.20 says it this way, I no longer live, but it's Jesus who now lives through me. That should just release somebody to go, oh, that's what I've been doing wrong. I'm just not letting Jesus live through me. Well, that can change by just confession and repentance and begin to walk in step with the Spirit, Galatians 5 says. And watch what he does as he goes before you. Verse 13, we have the same spirit of faith that is described in the Scriptures when it says, First, I believe. Somebody's got to get this this morning. Then I spoke in faith. So we also first believe, then we speak. Speak in faith. Anybody here have that foot and mouth disease? Just me? All right, yeah. Well, let me bless you with this truth this morning. We weren't made to open our mouth and respond immediately to what someone's just said. We were made to watch this. Listen to what God says. First, I believe. I believe I'm a blessing. And out of that place of what God says, I'm going to choose to hear what he says now, and I'm going to bless somebody. Even those, Jesus said it this way. He said, there will be those who persecute you. And what was his response? He said, bless those who persecute you. How many know we don't see that happen in the natural? That can only happen in the supernatural, amen? You want to rock somebody's world? When they try to come at you, just go, God, what do you say? And just bless them in Jesus' name. Just watch what God does on a heart because he's just that good. James 1.19 says it this way, I need to be slow to speak. I need to be quick to listen. We got any parents who could use some, some of that counsel this morning, all right? It's like this week, bless your kids by being slow to respond in the flesh and being quick to listen in the spirit so that the next thing that comes out will bless God because it came from his heart into yours to theirs. Can I tell you, you just stepped into heart connection over behavior modification, and you will see the fruit that comes from a good, good father. I got to be slow to speak. I got to be quick to listen. Watch. So now I'm not going to respond in fear. I'm going to respond in faith, and I'm going to watch what the glory of God will do because he's good and faithful. Verse 14, we do this because we are convinced that he who raised Jesus will raise us up with him, and together we will all be brought into his presence. Amen. Verse 15, yes, all things work for your enrichment so that more of God's marvelous grace, here it is, a life who knows that they're blessed, who will bless others, blesses him, and it will also lead to verse 15. Yes, all things work for your enrichment so that more of God's marvelous grace 
grace will spread to more and more people, resulting in an even greater increase of praise to God, more blessing to God, bringing him even more glory. You want to live a life that blesses him? There it is. There's your, there's your theme verse. Did you see that? As I choose to bless God by knowing that I'm a blessing and I choose to respond in faith and repeat his words, it can't help but reproduce sons and daughters who confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and they too will bless God. The one right now that's giving you the most misery, watch this. Anybody here raise their hand as a testimony going, I, there was somebody that I knew that I didn't think would ever get saved and then they got saved and oh man, they blessed God and it was beautiful. Any testimonies in the room? this morning a few of you if not start praying for those people come on because how many of you know that there's souls in the world today that get renamed Paul those who once persecuted Christians who are the ones who lead the way to bless God so that others can say yes to y'all that's our father so the last thing I want to share with you here's how we bless God we walk in the dominion power and authority that Jesus gave his life for that looks like a blessing to him. What does dominion, power, and authority look like? It's not somebody who walks in the room going, let me tell you how to fix this. It's someone who walks in the room in gentleness and humility, trusting God, and it connects with his heart and releases that heart wherever they go. That's what dominion, power, and authority looks like in Jesus' name. How many of you could use a little bit more of that in your home? You want the arguing to start? Stop. Start blessing God together as a family. You want the bickering to stop? Look for someone else that you can bless because that blesses God and your family will grow in the midst of that. I promise you, if, you'll, if we'll, we'll, we'll get out of that little bubble where it just feels like it's like this all the time and we go, God, how can we bless you? And we get outside those walls as a family, your kids will respond to that. They'll respond to God's heart and the atmosphere of your home will shift. Why? Because the word of God says it will. I was asked to do a funeral in a small community one time and there were a few of us pastors that were asked to do funerals for people who didn't have a church affiliation and so it's, a, it's an interesting thing when you go to a family that you don't know, and now you got to come alongside them to help grieve the loss of a loved one. But let me tell you what happened. I pulled up to meet this family to begin the preparations for this service um, for this family. And when I pulled up, guess what I pulled up to? I pulled up to a full-on brawl in the front yard. The former husband and the current boyfriend all right, had their boys, and they were going at it on the front yard. This was pre-cell phone. I couldn't call 911, but I had something better. The Lord said, Tommy, will you just go in dominion, power, and authority? How many of you know, I didn't need to get in there and bring any more aggression. I needed to get in there and bring the presence of peace. And Jesus said, or the Lord said, get out, begin to pray in the midst of that. And I just positioned myself just in the middle of that as some of that stuff's going on around me. And watch this. I kid you not, this woman came out on the front porch, and she said, the preacher's praying. And it stopped, y'all. Walk in the dominion, power, and authority that you have in Jesus' name that looks like gentleness and humility. And listen to me. You don't have to get in there and try to fix something. You get in there to bless someone and watch what he does. And so it went from a brawl to us coming together in the presence of God. And they didn't sit together in the funeral, but they were at least in the same room as we got to grieve their loved one together. How many of you know that our God, our Savior, the Holy Spirit are worth blessing? Amen? So, Psalms 118 says it this way. 
let the tents of the righteous just shout unto the Lord. And I just, I just felt like we're supposed to prophetically just do something here in this room this morning. Do you know it blesses God when we shout out? When we in dominion, power, and authority just shift the atmosphere as all our attention and focus on him. See, the enemy's the accuser of the brethren. He's the prince of this air. I don't know about you, but we can take the airwaves back anytime we read the word of God and agree with his words. Amen? And so if the word says, let the body, let the family, let the sons and daughters shout a praise unto the Lord, how many of you know, let's shout a praise unto the Lord? So I want us just to stand together, and this is going to just be a shout over you, knowing I'm a blessing because God says I'm a blessing. This is going to be a shout over your marriage, no matter where it is right now. This is going to be a shout over your family, a shout over our city, a shout over our state, our nation, the world we live in. And it's going to be a declaration of praise and blessing that says, Daddy, we trust you. So are you guys ready? I'm going to ask the worship team to come up because after this we're going, to, we're going to pray and respond. But on three, I just want you, like, I want you just to shout a praise and just let it go. He's worth blessing. One, and you join us at home, all right? One, two, three. Here we go. Bless him. Come on. Come on. Bless him. Bless him. Let's go. Come on. Bless him. Bless him. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be praised. Shout a praise. Lana, come. Lana's going to come and just pray just over us. There's a couple of ministry teams that will be down front. Listen, the message has been simple today. It's just a life that blesses him. And it starts by knowing that you're a blessing. Don't entertain any word that didn't come from God's heart for you first. And then as you do, there'll be testimonies of you just trusting him, even in, when you don't feel like it, as you heard Lana share, bless him. And how do we do that? In dominion, power, and authority, through gentleness and humility. When we bless God, it shifts atmospheres. It shifts homes, and God gets the glory. He's just that good. I just want to speak this over you right now before I pray. If you've said yes to Jesus, Colossians 1 says that the hope of glory lives in you. The hope of glory is in you. That hope of glory is in you when you're changing dirty diapers, when you're doing the the mundane housework, when you're doing those things at your job that nobody else sees, no one else is gonna say thank you. The hope of glory is in you when you go to the doctor when you're at the grocery store, the hope of glory is in you. And I've got good news. If you've not given your life to Jesus and that hope of glory sounds really good about now, you can confess that Jesus is Lord today and you can make him 
Lord of your life. You can have that glory, that hope of glory in you. So Jesus, would you awaken our hearts to the love that you freed us to receive. The love that didn't just die for us to cover our sins, but the love that brought us into who you are to bless us, to love us forever. You are worthy. Jesus, I thank you that your worth is not dependent upon what I do or don't do in my life. It's not dependent upon my understanding. Your worth is dependent upon you and it never changes. So Jesus, thank you. And I speak over all of our lives that we would echo the song of heaven, blessing and glory and honor and power be unto you, the one who sits on the throne, the lamb forever. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you. Amen. So you guys bless the Lord. And if you need some prayer, there's people here. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from the church at Bushland. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on Facebook and Instagram by using the church at Bushland and on Twitter by using at TCA Bushland.